You're listening to a very moody sports show with Daniel Moody and Zach Whittington. Brought to you by Moody and Sons Electric. For any intellectual needs, call Moody and Sons at 864-478-4328. That's 864-478-4328. Welcome into a very moody sports show. I'm Daniel Moody. And this is Zach Whittington. Please, please, please hold your applause. Please. I know we're back. Contain your excitement. Daniel, 89. 89 episodes. Little argument here on who we're going to name it after. So, you know, whenever that happens, I just default to you because, you know, it's your show. But uh, I mean, it's, <laughs> I, we, I don't know when that happened. I mean, obviously the name's on there, but it's definitely both of our show. But we were talking about it. You suggested the Steve Smith, which I do feel like we may have done a Steve Smith episode at some point. But I don't remember if we did or not. But Steve Smith, great addition, great suggestion. But I threw out Mike Ditka. Who Zach thought was a linebacker, tight yeah. in, um, probably well, one of the one of the initial you know great tight ends that sort of broke that to that that dynamic of just a blocking extra blocker and coming out as a receiver and stuff. So Mike Ditka, what is your opinions on it, Zach? Oh, I was just uh, I just want you to tell me more about all this Ditka film you've been watching. I've, <laughs> I've never seen one Ditka highlight in my life. I mean, I mean, clearly he looks it's fuzzy. Like a, he looks like a linebacker. Sounds like a linebacker. Anything you associate with Chicago is defense. And so you're supposed to tell me the coach of the best defense ever was a tight end? What? What? I am thoroughly surprised. Unexpected. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Mike Ditka, tight end. So episode 89, as Zach said, Mike Ditka. Uh, Zach, we have been on and off this summer. We have it's been, a, it's been a strange summer of trying to get pods out. We were strong. I want to say... Up to probably episode 85, maybe 82 to 85, somewhere in there. We were rolling strong. The last four or five episodes have had some breaks in between them. Well, you see, it's 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 the dog days of summer, Daniel. That's what it really is. It's baseball season. Football's on the horizon. I mean, energy's about to pick up for both of us. We have a heated rivalry. We're oh, we gotta get, we gotta get into that obviously right around the corner. Is but it next weekend, uh, two weekends, September. Fourth, I guess it is. Second, whatever first weekend of September is. But that one big factor of that is just the fact, like you said, it's the it's the hustle and bustle of summer. Like I don't know about you, work is ten times more busy at this point, and also just seems like there's always things to do after work, always things to, always commitments and whatnot. So, but yes, we are gonna be hopefully with football season ramping up, NFL, college football. We're going to get right back into the weekly swing of it. Hopefully we uh, can keep providing the good content for the yeah, fans. Yeah, and I moved far away. So we try not to bring you a Zoom pod. They're not the best for chemistry's sake. So, so know, yeah, we'll definitely be able to. Make it in the to, studio. Well, a couple <laughs> months you'll be back here on this side of Greenville, maybe moving back in here. We now, we can build. We, we could build a full squad of, of, of a whole building here I'm in, in building Oak Ridge. I'm building 15 or no dice. Um, it's the well, Lane and Catherine just moved in downstairs from me, so like we could definitely just take over Oak Ridge Place, you know, take it over here. The Oak Ridge Boys, Oak Ridge Boys. Um, speaking of the Oak Ridge Boys, Zach, fantasy football right here around the corner. Obviously, with NFL starting up, we're going to be getting into the fantasy football. 
my boys, the Oak Ridge boys, looking to bounce back after a down year last year. Zach, the minivans. What was my... what? The old minivan. The old minivans. It was a I minivan was... picture, and it was I'm excellent. So they were happy they were remember. surging at the end of the season. Almost made it in the. Did you make playoffs? I think you made playoffs. I think I was eliminated the last day by Andy or something like that. The good last stuff, though. I mean, good stuff. Lane, hopefully coming back for a uh, defense of the title on his first year of playing fantasy, which just proves it is an absolute crapshoot. <laughs> well, here's the thing with fantasy, especially now. Uh, Daniel, I'm going to inform you. We are full-blown adults. We are uh, 25, pivotal age. I think it's time for us to start taking fantasy much more seriously. Seriously? I was thinking less seriously. No, 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 no. <laughs> more seriously. So I have stumbled upon this account. Uh, of course, I'm not going to be able to find them like as we as I pod. Uh, I found them. Okay. Boom. But, um, so this is thing called Trophy Smack. And they've literally entered the market, and they provide trophies, title belts, rings for fantasy football. I so, want the belt. So, well, that's the thing. I want the belt. Instead of a trophy, let's get a title belt, please. And then I love the ring part too. So, if we officially start the the league this year, we'll come up with an official name, get the get the belt. Whoever wins it this year gets the belt and takes the belt with them for the next year. But then, at the beginning of the next season, we'll give the belt back. The belt. Or do you keep the belt? You keep through? the belt till the end of the year and you take it after. Okay, so say we keep this going. Second year, someone else wins the belt. The belt's given to the new winner. I think we should do novelty rings for years that you won. Or you put it on the belt. I think that's your choice or you put it on the belt. I think you put it on the belt and then if you want a ring, you get a ring yourself. I imagine that's these things are extremely but, cheesy and fake. But, so. I mean, the belt could be legitimate as hell. But that being said, we do need to, to like you said, we got to we gotta get uh, the draft going and talk to like Ryan because obviously Ryan the commissioner is going to have to be a part of the conversation. The bling but ring. I'm just saying, dude, <laughs> if we're doing that, we're going live fantasy draft next year. If we got to go to Charleston so Bradley can be in the draft, we will go host a draft in Charleston. Man, I am full-blown <laughs> on this title belt thing. I love the idea of a title belt. definitely adds a little zest to the fantasy league. In uh, my other fantasy league, I do. Uh, we have live drafts, and we do a fantasy board where like, you put your stickers up, and you actually get the fantasy board along with the money at the end of the year. So I actually still have the fantasy board from the year I won my fantasy league. Sick. It's cool so, stuff. Getting back into the uh, not real, real football world. Tell you who's also not in the real football world, Zach. Oh, no. Tim oh, no. Tebow, man. <laughs> oh, my God. I was blown away. Am I the only one? Were you blown away? I mean, I wasn't super surprised he didn't make the I team. mean, here's the thing. Based off film, not surprised. <laughs> he had he had one He had one clip of him making a great catch in the end zone for like 40 yards. But then the clip of him blocking came out, and he just, oh, man. Oh, man. Blocking's more important than catching as a tight end. He just, like, say it. He just like, leaned over with his head and looked like. He, he just bumped, bumped off something. It looked Whoop. like me at 120 pounds out there trying to block a 300-pound like, man. It's just like you roll off him like a car. Yeah, Urban, <laughs> Urban Meyer said, you know, it was time for him to get cut. Um, he's 34, probably done with football. I don't understand why you don't just like come on as an assistant coach because then they'll just be saying, put him on the field, put him on the field, he's right there. Yeah, yeah. well, in respect he's, to he's Urban Meyer shit. for being willing yeah. to actually cut him like that because I didn't think Urban Meyer would do that. Well, you got you to gotta maintain some credibility as Urban Meyer even though 
you don't care about like domestic abuse and stuff, but <laughs> at least X's and O's. X's and O's wise, you care a lot. Yeah, X's and O's, not beating um, your hoe. Uh, how about how about we talk a little first year quarterbacks? Those top five, that group of five quarterbacks. You know, every year you got a couple quarterbacks, four or five. There was the Baker Mayfield, Josh Allen, uh, Josh Rosen, Lamar Jackson year. You always have that cluster of quarterbacks. This year, you're going to have Trey Lance. You're going to have Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence. You're going to have uh, Zach Wilson. And then, uh, who is the Mac. Mac Jones with the pa- with the Patriots. Mac. So, <laughs> Obviously, Mac everybody. Daddy. We only get three preseasons seasons uh, preseason games this year with the NFL, and so obviously, with that happening, you're seeing a lot of these quarterbacks play a little bit more. So far, I feel like myself are very impressed with Mac Jones, very impressed with Justin Fields. Uh, Trey Lance has had one good throw, <laughs> one good throw, and then. Boy, was it a good throw. Zach, it was a really good Whoa. throw. Zach Wilson, I've still not sold on exactly. I'm not sure. They said, like, obviously, I think his uh, preseason game was better than the practice, but practice you're playing against a better defense most likely. Yeah. And then... Uh, Trevor. Trevor. I mean, Trevor, they really haven't played Trevor too much. I mean, and Trevor's had a tough time. Their offensive line is terrible at the Jags. He's going to have a tough season. I'm really worried about Joe Burrow's situation with Trevor, potentially. Like That's concerning as far as if they don't improve offensive line play. Throw the ball away. Get rid of the ball quick as hell, please. Yeah, time for me to hijack the NFL segment. So, uh, Dan, Madden came out two days ago. I bought Madden yesterday. Did you really? Madden 22. I oh am. My. Well, it's there's only one reason, and we just mentioned Trevor. Trevor I mean, Clemson put a number one pick into the league. I'm going to buy that video game, and I made the Jaguars my favorite team, and I have played as Trevor. And it was easy. I scored quickly, so I just kind of like played one game with the Jags. Um, Trevor's huge, great video game player. ETN's quick on the game. But here's where the conversation's going. I'm not a big ultimate team guy. That's where you build players from the present and past and play online. Not a bit. I'll play franchise and fantasy draft sometimes, make my own career and, you know, do that. I'm really a story mode, career mode, create my player, go through the NFL as a superstar guy. And so I do this game mode, right? And I I did a running back the first time. And they only give you three body sizes, slight, medium, or six Massive. foot five, 310 pound running back. And I was like, all right, I'll be a bruiser. Automatic six foot five, 310 pound running back. The whole story is telling you this. doesn't matter what you do, what college you go to, what position you play, how you answer the questions, how poorly you do in the scrimmages and the private workouts. You go to the Jets. Every Draft time. night comes, you go to the Jets. You could be the number one overall quarterback. You know what happens? They draft you first, and then they second overall pick, they draft Zach Wilson still. And running back, they had the number one and number two pick somehow. They go running back Zach Wilson. I've made two careers at this point. I'm now a quarterback at the Jets because I felt weird running around as a six foot five, three hundred ten pound running back. Seemed so, like a cheat code. It was fun. It was fun. <laughs> I was getting twenty five carries a game, hundred ten yards and a touchdown. It was awesome. Awesome. Pound the rock. And uh you put chew clock mode on, you start pounding the rock. That game's over in two minutes. Five minutes. <laughs> but uh Pretty much that whole thing. You put me on the Jets? No wonder your game has horrible ratings. Your story mode goes straight to the Jets. <laughs> like That is going to be garbage every time. Yeah. 
Yeah, but I do like the game though. It's it's all right. It's not horrible. Good stuff. So Zach. Oh God. College football. We 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 talked about it. We previewed a slight, uh, you know, discussion of it. Uh, Clemson, Georgia. We are about two weeks away at this point, and I'm not sure if we're going or not. We need to obviously determine that. That's right around the corner, and we don't have tickets. I know. So Daniel, I am going to go ahead and say I am not going. Okay. Because my brother's bachelor party is that weekend. Ah. And. This is where the story continues. I'm throwing it, and we're doing a lake house on Kiwi, and we're basically just throwing a Clemson, Georgia watch party. Damn. So, if you want to come watch it at the lake and not go to Charlotte and buy a ticket and spend all that money, that's an option. Or you could do that or watch it wherever you please. But there is an option of a nice lake house for the Georgia game now. Very cool. Um, yeah, so I definitely feel listeners not probably not going, but yeah, um, <laughs> the lake house could be a good option. That sounds like a cool time. Yeah, I wanted um, to go to the game. Ticket prices are expensive. I, I'm a bad planner, you know. Well, and I would have gone, but now I'm going to the Georgia South Carolina game two weeks after that. So uh, I'm gonna probably just save that money, and then hopefully, really? you know, maybe we meet up in the playoff scenario or something, and we go get tickets for that game. You're going to Athens? or but Yeah, I'll be going to Athens with Paul and Bradley, and hopefully Ryan. We're trying to convince Ryan at this point. You and yeah, three Gamecocks. Three Gamecocks. We're going to go in there and see how it goes. Shane Beamer's first year. We'll see what happens. I mean, dude, I'm so excited for college football right here. I mean, the ACC, probably Clemson all day, you know, but I think you have a couple contenders out there, potentially North Carolina things of that nature, but we'll see what North Carolina is this year. Uh, I feel like they're very up and down. Miami is with the Eric King returning. Could be a, be a potential threat, obviously. We'll see what happens with them. Uh, Big Ten-wise, I mean, it's going to be Ohio State. It always is. Like, Did you see the Big Ten, Pac-12, ACC, uh, Alliance, Alliance, Super yeah. Pac, what are what, what is this? We're, we're in World War of college football they at this point. We have, now. we have alliances. The Axis powers. Well, I was about to say, is the SEC. Is the SEC and the Big, Pac, the Big 12 is the Axis. Obviously, the USA is the ACC, you know, the colonies. And then we got, uh, we got the French. We'll consider Ohio State. I don't know. But, there's an analogy somewhere. But yeah, so they I mean that's just hilarious that they're trying to like they're I mean but you got to do it if the if the Big 12 and it's like it's weird cuz like the Big 12 technically is still left out of any alliance because it's not like the SEC aligned with the Big 12. Two of their best teams just came to the SEC in 2025 which did finally get approved that's going to happen in 2025. I think that's going to lead a lot more things changing, a lot of different stuff happening over the next few years. But We'll see. College football is going to look really weird, but I think it's going to be a great year of college football. I think it's going to be competitive. I think Oregon's going to be a pretty good team overall, I think, in the Pac-12, but the Pac-12 is going to be as meh as ever. In the Big 12, I mean, you're probably going to have Oklahoma. You believer in Spencer Rattler? They're calling for Heisman favorite. Of course. The, isn't the Heisman between Alabama and Oklahoma's quarterbacks? Those are the only people. Those are the only two people who can, can win, win a Heisman, a, period. Yeah, I mean, don't ask me. I'm still bitter about Deshaun Watson getting... Well, I can't really be bitter about anything, Deshaun Watson. I was about to say. Oh, Damn it, Deshaun. Damn it, Deshaun. You ruined everything. That's a weird situation where the NFL has refused to put him on any sort of exemplist or, or, or any uh, you know commissioner's list. But, 
he's at practices, but it doesn't seem like he or anybody at practice wants him at practice exactly. It's just a weird situation there. Um, overall, Trevor Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence, I. <laughs> Basket eggs in a basket. Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> eggs in a basket. <laughs> All right. Uh, so Zach. Oh, I'm gonna stop college football for. I'm sorry. No, we're good. Rip I think it's Bobby it. Bowden. Oh yeah. Rest Rip. in peace, Bobby Bowden. I know a lot of young whippersnappers don't care about Bobby Bowden. Florida State used to be scary. Florida State used to kick wreak havoc ass. and kick our ass every year. <laughs> and we had his son Tommy Bowden, and it was called the Bowden Bowl when Clemson would play Florida State. And we would lose every time. But Bobby Bowden, what a hell of a football coach. Hell of a program he built. Um, who came in after him? Jimbo? No, and, Jim. there was a space between him and Jimbo. I'm was there sure. really? I feel like there was. Maybe. Or Jimbo may have been an assistant on his staff. I think Jimbo took right over, probably, won him a chip, and then, you know, hightailed it for home. A&M. But uh, Bobby Bowden, rest in peace. Rest in peace. Zach? I feel like we've been avoiding it. We were planning on talking about it first, but we went into the football. I don't want to talk about it. The Greenville Triumph, man. Oh, what gosh. a just... Last time we spoke, we drew. We had a draw on the road. We recorded from Chattanooga in a hotel room, post-game the next morning, and I really felt like the team looked pretty good at that game. Since then, Zach, I'm pretty sure we've drawn one and lost two. And the team is looking rough. We are giving up points on points on points. We can't beat Tormenta. Tormenta is literally the one team in this league we cannot beat. We, I think, beat them a total of two times in all the attempts we've tried to beat them. So it's just crazy to me that we are uh, at this point where we're looking at the Triumph and can't we can't say that we have the Triumph have not won a soccer game since I'm pretty sure June. That sounds depressing. that's a long time. We're in almost soccer. in September. We're almost be about, about to be in September. We got a game tonight, hoping to God they can get a win there. Desperately need the three points. Right now, you got Chattanooga at the top of the table, uh, sitting about 34 points, Union with 32, and then uh, I do believe New England 30. Then you got about four or five teams, including the Greenville Triumph, jockeying for four to six. And... This is not where I thought this team would be at any point. I still think this is a team that can make the playoffs, Zach. I think this is a team that has a chance. You said it earlier. Championship ambitions still should not be out of question. But they do need to start stringing together some freaking wins. I cannot believe that come after the start. 5-0. and 5-0 oh. and oh at the start of the season, Zach. Womp, womp, Since womp. then, I'm pretty sure we have one to two wins total post after that. That's crazy. Not promising. Not promising. Definitely need to hit your stride heading into the postseason. But you know who is on their stride right now? Full running right at this point. The Atlanta Braves. Bravos. Nine straight. 12 straight on the road. One again today against the Orioles. First in the NL East. Third in the National League. All hope was lost on... Ronald Acuna's ACL in right field, but little did you know, six trades later, <laughs> and six we're trades. back. <laughs> Freddie Freeman. <laughs> Freddie Freeman. Dansby Swanson been doing work for us. Solaire. Oh you got Solaire's going off. Travis uh, DeArno. Did I say that right? And then you got you re-signed the catcher a couple years. Jock Peterson. Duck. And, and then uh, who else? Which one more player has been uh, Austin Riley. 
Third baseman playing great. I mean, with all the down negative news to start the first half of the year for the Braves, bringing it back I, around. The really, since we went to the game, last time we talked about them, we were saying this team is going to struggle. All like we were, It's not looking optimistic. They were below 500. Now we're talking about them a couple weeks later. Here we are sitting, what, like 12, 11 games over 500 hey, on a run? Hey, man. Don't jinx it. Get in swing, get in swing of it at the right time. That's all I'm saying. Uh, Zach watched the second or LeBron James Space Jam, whatever. I don't. Is it? I call it Space Jam Two, but it's not Space Jam Two. I like the the whatever LeBron James Space Jam. Whatever that's, LeBron James Space Jam. I, like I think that that's name. it. So yeah, I think that's it. Um, it's a pretty good movie overall, Zach. I is actually. Thoroughly impressed, not impressed, but I mean, I had somewhat low expectations for it, and I think it did just as good as it could. Just as good as it could. I was about to say, it really just gave you nothing about the movie other than... What does it have on Rotten Tomatoes? I don't know. I haven't looked it up. Um, I mean, I was just sort of, I was sitting there one night, I was like, I need something to do, and decided I was going to watch that. I've been trying, because I also wanted to watch the Suicide Squad movie that had come out, and... I did finally watch that, which was really good. But I was like, you know what? We're going to watch Space Jam before it goes off of HBO. So I got that knocked out and watched it. it was, it's not called Space Jam 2. Is Space Jam A New Legacy or something? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it's Space Jam <laughs> Space 2. Space Jam A New Legacy uh, it's or still, something. It's, it's Space Jam 2. It doesn't matter. 26% on Rotten Tomatoes. 79% oh, from the audience. Though. I mean, the audience being like 16-year-olds or younger like it's, I think that's one thing is a lot of people were wanting that movie to be great for my age and your age at 25, but in reality, it's still a kid's movie every What time. would it take for Space Jam to be good for 25-year-olds? Like Bugs Bunny's in some type of Looney Tune heist. Oh, somebody's got to catch bodies. There's got to be like... Oh, body catching. Body like, catching in the game. Like, almost like... Almost a scrap, not a full, like NBA-style scrap, obviously. Oh, dude, by the way, if you haven't watched it on Netflix, Untold Malice at the Palace documentary uh, made by Jermaine O'Neal. It's fantastic. Go watch it. You get so much information. You've already watched all this stuff? Yeah, I watched that. That was really, really good. I have seen Suicide Squad, so Um, I can comment on that. Suicide Squad was really good. Really enjoyed it. Personally, I was was already high expectations because... James Gunn was the director and writer of the Guardians of the Galaxies for Marvel. Loved those movies, so I was really thinking it was going to be good, and it lived up to the expectations for me. I don't know how you feel about it as far as... Because well, uh, I know you're not exactly like the Marvel superhero. I mean, not movie. to say that I'm not. It's just, damn, y'all, they There's made 30 so movies <laughs> since... I, I, dude, I was, I was there. Iron Man 1 in theater, I was there. Iron Man 2, I was there. Captain America, I was there. What happened since then? It's been utter chaos, and I need a I need a Google search a list to see how I'm supposed to watch these movies in order. I'm trying to keep up. I, I job I jump in like every second Avengers movie. I miss some of the details, whatever. But it was great. I mean, I loved it. Obviously, there's more to it for me. You got some John Cena going on in there. Had some other. I mean, uh, Harley Quinn was great. Uh, what's her name? Margot, Margot Robbie. Robbie. Yeah, I mean, I'm she, gonna watch. I can watch it. any movie. She's she in. nails it every time. Though. She is as, a great as Harley, Harley Quinn. Quinn. She killed it. But uh, bringing it back to John Cena, the Peacemaker, that's like his biggest movie he's been in, probably. 
I think would it's say, his best you've seen John Cena acting wise, probably also. But uh, speaking of John Cena, my Saturday night was awesome. I uh, I I drank a space dust, and then I uh, I said, you know what, I'm gonna need more of this. You wanna know why? Because I'm watching SummerSlam on Peacock last night. Oh, did you? Watch I, the I literally went and got a six pack of New Belgium like Voodoo Rangers, high percentage. I drank a seven beers. Sat down and watched SummerSlam start to finish. And a couple matches sucked, especially the Eva Marie girl. She cannot wrestle. I love Alexa Bliss, but she cannot wrestle either really that much. But there were some great matches. Had Goldberg last night. against Did Bo- they really? Goldberg, Bobby Lashley. Goldberg lost to Bobby Lashley. Oh. Edge versus Seth Rollins. Edge breaks out the brood. It's this uh, gimmick he had from the late 90s where he was a vampire. He broke out that entrance. Dropped a whole bunch of blood on Seth Rollins two nights ago on SmackDown before SummerSlam. Well, Brock, and then John Cena, main events against Roman Reigns. Great match. John Cena loses at the end, dramatic fashion. And who comes out? Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar's back. Comes all the way down to the ring. And uh, so SummerSlam, man bun Brock SummerSlam is WWE, correct? Yes. Uh, so you have right. been also, you were talking to me about the AEW, yes. which I've heard a lot Friday about night, all over the Friday place. Friday night, AEW Rampage, CM Punk, seven years since wrestling in WWE last, makes his debut on AEW. And uh, there's been a bunch of WWE guys going over to AEW. But uh, CM Punk makes his debut, basically said that WWE killed his soul, his love for wrestling. He said he hasn't felt like he wrestled since the last time he was in Ring of Honor, which is where he was before WWE. Here's the thing. I was a fan when CM Punk came around and his whole thing. People were like dogmatic about him and love him. You know, kind of like Rick and Morty has their following. Yeah. CM Punk has a following like Rick it's and Morty. It's cult following. Yes. And I just like wrestling as a whole. I don't give a damn about one specific wrestler. I had a couple of years where I would Photoshop John Cena into all my pictures, but that was just funny. <laughs> That's what everybody did at that time. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Don't worry about that. But uh, CM Punk comes back, huge pop. It was in Chicago, where he's from. Great. I love it for wrestling. Wrestling feels cool again, especially AEW. I mean, I'm soft spot for WWE, but uh, whew, I didn't mean to take this over. Hey, with dude, a mad that's good wrestling. stuff, though. I love I, that we could always jump back into the AEW little, a little, little I'm WWE getting back into NXT. It for sure. I know all of them. And here's the thing: uh, CM Punk does his whole little. Five-minute spiel comes out. Crowd loves it. There's some cool things about CM Punk and AEW. But during his monologue speech, he looks up into the rafters, and there's just one spotlight on Sting and this other guy, Darby Albin, Darby Allen or something. Some young guy that Sting's working with, does the face paint, whatever. Got to bring the new guys up. New Sting. You show me Sting anywhere, I'm your man. I'm your man anywhere. Sting, the Stinger, come on now. But, uh pretty much all i got for wrestling well guys i think that's it episode 89 (laughs) mike dicka i think we got it the bears we'll catch you next week we swear 90 (laughs) thank you for listening to a very moody sports show with daniel moody and zach whittington stay tuned next week for more hot takes and good predictions Don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow on Apple iTunes and Spotify, A Very Moody Sports Show. And also on social media, 
Moody Sports Page. That's M-O-O-D-Y Sports Page, all one word, on social media. And check out our website, MoodySportsPage.com. See you next week, guys.